Hey guys, it's Justin Hill here. Strap on your high heels and put on your pads because we're going drag racing. Ah, crap. She's bottomed out, guys. Play the music. Welcome to Stand Original RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under the Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Hill, and here we are, everyone. We've made it to the last episode of the podcast for season two. I want to say a big thank you to all of you for listening along with me this season and watching the show. I truly do love talking to you every week about the Stan Original Series RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under. We've had so much fun with all of the queens on here. And look, if you want to, you can go back and have a listen to the other episodes. But today, we're going to be talking to our reigning queen, the one and only Spanky Jackson. Here it is. And joining me on the podcast today, it is the winner of season two of RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under, Spanky Jackson. Yeah, I'm (laughs) I'm so excited to talk to you. I just, I've been talking to the other girls today and honestly, the... I was so privileged to be able to sit next to you at the finale and just firstly witness the absolute incredible friendship that is between you three girls. Like I genuinely, I've been telling everyone, everyone's like, what was it like? What was it like? And I'm like, they are genuinely the best of friends. Like you were supporting each other and there was so much love between you. It was just so beautiful to see and and that's correct isn't it that's a true reflection of your friendship 110 percent like I love those girls with all my heart and after the babs all we wanted to do was get to the end together and um and and we managed to do that but it's like ah, I feel like this experience brought us together and it was meant to be do you know what I mean I've never met two more incredible kind humble funny um and just so fun loving and we just enjoyed every bloody minute together and to make it to the end and you know regardless of what was going to happen um I would have supported the girls whoever won as well and um they were so gracious and kind to me on the day and um you know even posting about it and I just love and adore those girls so much they are family for life babs for life babs for life and I can categorically say it's just it was beautiful to see that in watching you throughout this entire competition, there was a particular moment in the finale episode when you when you walked out and started your verse, I was like, I got cold shivers. Like I get cold shivers talking about it now. You just, you were commanding that stage. There's no other way to explain like the presence that you had on camera in that final performance it's a wonder that you weren't so exhausted that you had anything left in your tank (laughs) yet there you were and your outfit was on point. Your makeup was the best it's been all season. You sang, you performed, you got everything right. And as soon as I saw you come out, I was like, she's got it, that she is the winner. Oh, thank you. That's so kind. I mean, that's what I do. Do you know what I mean? That's what I do. Um, and I knew being in the final episode, it was like everything else. Like I'm just going to like go out there and do what I love to do and have a good time doing it. Yeah. And that's exactly what I did um, for both of those lip syncs. 
and um, we just smashed it in the dick. Do you know what I mean? Like <laughs> it was so much fun. And um, that was the, I, it wasn't about the competition at that point. Mm. It was about representing myself and having a good time. And I like, every time I was on stage, I kept thinking through the camera, not yes. I kept thinking through there. I wanted to connect with people on the other side. Yes. And if you saw me like walk the runway, I would always hit this camera as well and look at it. Because totally. I was trying to connect with the people in the audience. You and you know? could feel that. You could it's, feel it coming through. That's who I am. It's like I hate being on a stage away from people. I'd rather be in the middle of yeah. the people. You um, want to see your so, audience. Yeah, and, and feel it and touch them and look at them and laugh with them and yeah. um, they can smell me. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> you smell good. I can let I everyone know like that. I regret quite often. But, <laughs> I, um, I, yeah, honestly, in that moment, I was just living my best life and, um, it clearly translates because I look at that and I'm like, I am having the best time. The ball. And the thing is though, right, is that I know that we've talked a lot about, you know, um, that, you know, it's not about the clothing. It's not about the hair. That's not your drag. And, and I think that that is actually wonderful, but I feel like if anyone knew you and did a little bit of research on you, this would come as no surprise. When you were a drag queen in Melbourne, you had nine residences at nightclubs. You won the second season of um, House of Drag. You are incredibly lovable and warm and caring and a mother to everyone. So really, when you look at your track record, it's no surprise that you won, Spanky. I mean, the thing is, it's like, I think House of Drag was a beast on its own. It's a very different format, and um, I was very lucky. But, again, that came down to talent. I had enough. I could ace the challenges. Same thing with this. It's like I knew that I could ace the challenges. Okay, apart from the sewing one, let's be fair. (laughs) That was always going to be my worst one. And it was, I still stand by that outfit 100%. It was, like, so bad that it was good. Um, and not only that, it's like I had the hardest material. I chose bikes. Yeah. I bush. No. Um, you know, I already have my bush out enough. Like, let's be fair. I don't want to get it too much. Um, I don't. But, um, yeah, like I knew what my strengths and weaknesses were, and I knew I could do that. But drag race has an element of look, and it mm. has morphed over the years where it has become so much about the look and less about the people and less Mm. about the talent. Um, And, you know, the runways do count. And um, I knew that that was always going to be a weakness for me because it's never been at the forefront of my drag. It never has. It never will be. Um, I was saying to somebody earlier, my favourite outfit used to be a Supre long line boob tube with a belt. And that was literally my outfit. (laughs) Like, I'm not joking. My ass and nuts were hanging out. Yeah, that was, I mean, ask anybody in Melbourne, they'll tell you. Like, Look, lucky that wife. RuPaul doesn't know what Supre is, otherwise she'd be like, no more Supre. <laughs> I mean, I don't think anybody shops at Supre now. Yeah. They've really gone downhill, yeah. just saying. But, oh, well, um, I mean, it could be for some drag queens. lady. <laughs> oh, hey, hey, hey. I wonder, because you were saying the other day in another interview that you're back in your hometown, you're back in your own bed, do you reckon life will ever go back to normal for you? There is absolutely no way that you have gone back to what life was like before the show. I mean, I'm sure that you are 
this hurricane of drag race is still going on around you and it will be there for a long time. Does that excite you? Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, coming home, nobody even gives a shit. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm just, I'm just literally a person. Of, they don't even care, you know, and the majority of Palmerston North won't have ever seen it. So, um, like they didn't give you the key to Palmy or something I like that. Know, right? Like oh. they haven't even rung me to say, hey, Birch, congratulations. Where's, you know, they should be paying me. We're going to put you in the bloody museum uh, that's in town. Right? I mean, my nephew could be there, my black ones. Like, <laughs> yeah. we're going to put him in the museum. These are Spanky Jackson's knickers. Right um, next to the vintage all black outfits could be Spanky right? Jackson's all right? black undies. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. I love that. And we have the rugby museum here. So it's like, that's yes. kind of better, right? Oh, God. Um, so, like, for me, yeah, life is changing pretty quickly. And, um, you know, there's America on the cards. There's the UK on the cards. Fabs oh. are going on tour. Oh. Um, and all of my dreams have just come true. Like, yeah. it's, um, it's like I said at the premiere, it's not about the f- crown. Yeah. It was never about that for me. It was always about just being able to have the opportunity to yeah. do what I'm supposed to be doing with my life which is sharing myself and sharing the joy and the love and entertaining people and make them have a good time. You know, life is stressful. So it's like, if I can be that light in somebody's life, that's, that's exactly what I wanted out of this win or lose. You, and you were a light of the season, but I wonder, like, I mean, we all have our favorite moments of, of what we saw you do, but is there something that you will take away from this show forever and keep, in your heart and just be like that that was just a moment in that show because there were heaps there there was like you talking about your dad um which was just such a a, a heart touching moment there was you know um you comforting the other girls there was coming together with the babs like wh- what is it for you that you will just when you lay in bed at night and you th- and you've got a minute to yourself and you'll just go F- that was good uh, it's definitely the babs yeah you know that was the, it was um, those two girls and that whole challenge was like the first time that we relaxed and we were just doing what we're supposed to be doing and what we love to do. And we just smashed that in the deck as well, like had so much fun. <laughs> and, um, that was the first time that I just felt so much joy and um, just at peace, completely at peace. And um, and that was really this, like the beginning of our friendship, like, of it being solid. Yeah. Excuse me. Um, of being solid. And um, you know, that's the takeaway. It really yeah. is. It's those two girls. And um, we loved and supported each other and picked each other up when we were down and made each other laugh. And um, we cried and we um we've gone through so much in such a short space of time. Mm. Um, and we we say it's shared trauma. Um, as, and it's true because it's like yeah. when you go through something traumatic like that, yeah. It, yeah. it does bond you. Yeah. Um, and we're bonded for life because it's of it. It's life changing. That's 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 the moment. It's yeah. that. Yeah. That and the hot chippies. Oh yeah, Barmy and Palmy turned out and the thing about it is like everybody has had that relate, and that's why it was so relatable because Everybody has been at the club when the lights come on. Absolutely. Home. Yeah. Everybody has gone and get a feed on the way home. And um, it's just so like real life. It doesn't matter We've where it is. It can maybe not find a sheep. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe not riding a sheep. 
Uh, hey, look, some of us have woken up hours later and been like, where am I? <laughs> We've also done that. Don't you worry. Oh, I had, oh, babe, say, like, <laughs> it was literally the story of my life. So yeah. I was like, you know, come on, guys. We the all tale of one. Spanky Jackson. Um, right? <laughs> talking, about your, talking about your dad, like, I know that, that he was watching from home and I saw your beautiful mum at the finale and, God, what a sweetheart she is. But oh, so lovely. What what were the was the first thing your dad said to you when he found out that you won? Oh, he's just super bloody proud. And the thing for dad, it wasn't like, you know, drag wasn't always his thing, but he all he ever wanted from me was for me to be happy and be yeah. successful. And um, you know, over the years, I mean, my parents have both been my biggest champions. And um, you know, yes, I was a flamer. Like I came out at 14 and in rural New Zealand, I had bright red hair, wearing zebra flares. Like, I was out there. <laughs> and um, my parents stood by me that whole time of my life and just always encouraged me and always told me that I was okay and mm. that I, you know, I had it. Um, and so to finally, for that dream, because there used to be a running joke in our family. When I was, like, about, like, to turn 14, I used to say to mum, oh, I'm going to be discovered by the time I'm 14. And then 15 came and then 16 and then 20 came and 27 came. And then, you know, and then I was still, you know, I thought House of Drag was going to be like the pinnacle. And um, to be standing here at that dream coming true um, and them knowing that, it's like, you know, that was the first thing I said to them. I was like, okay, well, I didn't get discovered by the age of 14, but 37 worked out all right. Told you so. Right? Um, I told you. Yeah, I told you so. Finally, um, I was saying this to Kong before that I feel like her drag has um, meaning and purpose and she spoke about it quite openly. And one thing that I discovered um, in kind of like looking up a little bit about you is that so does yours and the story behind your finale dress and the things that you brought and God, they are worth so much more than any expensive designer outfit that you could have taken with you to that show. Oh, thank you. That means the world to me. It really does. Sorry, that makes me emotional because um, I would never be the person I am today if it wasn't for the people that's around me. And I wanted to go on there in outfits that represented certain parts of my life or, you know, and people may not know that, you know, um, everything kind of had, okay, apart from the fly, um, <laughs> but everything had like a reason and a meaning yeah. behind it. And, you know, like the clown was my first ever dance competition was as a French clown. Yeah. Um, the pineapple was for my mum because she had a group called the pizza sluts who entered a marathon and they were called the pizza sluts. So that's, that was for her. Um, the lifeguard was for my job. Um, I worked at the Lido Aquatic Centre running mm-hmm. the childcare. So that was for them. And the finale gown was um, a tribute to my drag family. Yeah. And it was like our our family wedding dress in a way. Yeah. And, you know, so many people passed down wedding dresses and um, it was like it was passed down to me to be able to do that. And I wanted to pay homage to them because she saw something in me at, you know, at 18 and um, she was really the inspiration and the, the ignition of who mm-hmm. Banky Jackson became. And um, she's still a leader in our community and, and runs the Wellington International Pride Parade and, 
um, has championed for our community and she is that person. So to be able to pass the torch on and to wear that dress for the finale meant absolutely everything to me. Um, and, And yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, I really, there was a lot more thought behind my outfit yeah. than just being tacky, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, Spanky. Uh, you are just an outstanding drag queen. And I think that this is, I mean, God, I hope you're ready. This is just this. You think that things have been crazy so far. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I'm God, so God. excited. I'm, like, dying. Like, I need a sleep. <laughs> like, um, but I'm still going and I'm still pushing on. This is what I signed up for and this is yep. what my dream has been. And, um, I mean, it's already more unbelievable than I could ever have expected. And the places that I'm, you know, in the works to go to, it's <sighs> just beyond my wildest bloody dreams. Like, Good. What? And you deserve nah. it. <laughs> oh, you deserve please. it. Thank no. you so much for bringing us your drag. Thank you for talking to me today. Oh. Um, long may you reign. And I just think that you are here to represent, you know, so many people in our community, in the drag community. And I think, you know, um, the the light and the guidance that you're going to bring to people is just going to live on forever. And I just, I hope you are so proud of yourself because, you you know, we are so proud of you and you are such a deserving winner. And I can't wait to see what the f*** you get up to next because it's going to be so good. <laughs> oh, honestly, that just is like, that just means the world to me. Thank you so much. It's like, it's all I ever wanted to do. And I, if I can change the world in some small way by just being me, then that's all I ever wanted to do was make a mark on this world and I'm, I get the opportunity to do that. So thank you so much. I, uh-huh. I love everybody. Yeah. Yeah, bitches. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> oh, thank you, Justin. I appreciate you. Oh, like I said before, thank you so much to each and every one of you for listening every week. I do personally appreciate it. It's been so much fun bringing you this podcast for a second season, and I know that you guys are loving it as well. We all love the show. It was so good, and I think we're very happy with the winner. Congratulations to Spanky Jackson. What a deserving winner. I cannot wait to see what she gets up to next. Now, if you want to follow me on Instagram, you can at just underscore hill, and don't forget, you can catch all of season one and now all of season two of the Stan original series RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under only on Stan and I have everything crossed that I will see you in season three.